Hi, this is Mitch Silver, your sporting muse, with another podcast for the Rye Record. I'm with the champion Rye High boys soccer team, winners of the Lakeland Summer League against some of the best teams in Section 1. Let's find out how they did it. So congratulations on winning the Lakeland Summer League this uh, this past month. Um, Somers, Yorktown, Byram Hills, Briarcliff, they've all been Section 1 finalists or semi-finalists over the last couple of years uh, in regular fall season play. And now you've got some of the same uh, possibilities uh, in store for you. And uh, so I want to ask you, what is it about this team and the way you're playing now that last year you came in, I think, in a sort of a top four uh, finish in the summer and people come and go, I understand that, but what do you think the difference is this summer with this team versus last summer? Y- yes. Um, Name? Kevin Abendanza. I play left wing back. All right, you'll have to speak up, Kevin. Thank you. Um, I think our confidence this season is what allowed us to you know, be more successful than last season. Um, everyone's just more like hungry and willing to win. And just That's what we're thinking of all the time. Do you think the confidence comes from being a year older, a little stronger, or is it something uh, about uh, relying more on your teammates or knowing your teammates better? What do you think? Where do you think the confidence comes from? I think it's knowing our teammates better. Uh, we've known each other for a while now, and that's just what we want. Now, you lost a couple of, from last year, graduation, you lost a couple of... Uh, at least uh, certain people up front, right? Connor Buttigieg, and now I know how to pronounce his name. And uh, Joey Cronin, I guess, were both graduated, and maybe there were a couple of other guys. And you have Michael back from Academy Play. Um, or what was that like, Michael? What 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 is it like, Michael Trainer? Right? Yeah. What position do you describe that you're playing besides? Um, I play striker. Right. And what, uh, all right, what's the difference between playing for an academy team as you did last year and playing for a high school team? Obviously, you haven't played back as, as a senior yet, uh, but what's the story with that? Well, when I played my sophomore year, one of the main things I saw was the, the team chemistry was a lot higher. I mean, in school, you're seeing the guys almost every day. You're practicing with them every day. So you're kind of building bonds with them, and the bonds off the field kind of lead to connections on the field right. definitely helps the team get better. Anybody else have a thought about uh, why the team, why you guys seem to be so tight as a team? Yes, name? Uh, Jonathan Marara. I'm a center back and I think so our sophomore, my sophomore year, which was two years ago, we had our first round exit in the tournament and I think last year we pushed it to the, to the semifinals where we lost some penalty kicks. That and was I think Pearl River after you were 1-1 in uh, right? In Mm -hmm. regulation and overtime. Yeah. And so I think kind of winning as a team and kind of seeing what it takes and uh, learning uh, is making us all want to go back and do it again and and win the section this year. All right. Well, let me ask you about this summer league play that you just finished. During the, I guess it's the truncated season of uh, eight, nine, whatever games, and they're hour-long games or something like that, right? Up at Lakeland, uh, you wound up tying Four, the four best teams, I guess, right? So there was John Jay from East Fishkill. There was Somers. I think you tied Carmel two to two. And who else did you tie? Yorktown, right? Now, these are some of the best teams in the 
around, and, as, yeah. as you are. So you tied all of those teams. Then when it came playoff time, you went right through them. Well, it seemed to me you went right through them sitting at home and looking at the scores. But, I mean, they were you shut out everybody, right? In fact, over the whole summer league period, which includes the playoffs, you scored more goals and gave up fewer goals than anybody. Um, so there must be some cohesion between, among all the front, back, midfield players. Uh, but how did you, having tied all these teams, how did you, how did you beat them? Yes. Uh, to Arslan, I'm a, stri- I'm a striker. Yes. So after every game, we had a talk with the coach and the team, talking about our mistakes and what can we improve. Right. And with that said, we had like a, like a second shot to beat these teams, and we went over the things we talked and pushed stronger and harder, and then we beat all the teams we played. Right. That's yeah. a nice feeling, yeah. isn't it? It is. Uh, well, let me just let me just build on something here with you for a second. This is my little personal conceit, not proven in any test. I think that if a really good high school team, the way you're becoming, had one brain and not 11 brains, everybody had the same brain, everybody's got different arms, different legs, but the same brain, you could beat a college team, you could beat any college team. That it's some kind of knowing where people are going, what they're going to do, anticipating the way you would, of course, if you only had one brain. So what do you think of something as wacko as that? Anybody? Yes. Uh, Kai Hessline, goalkeeper. Okay. Um, and I think one reason why uh, we were so successful second time around when we played these teams is uh, I think major factor was our coaches, Coach Small and Coach Tuttle. Um, they really helped us get into the right mindset before the playoff games, knowing that we had tied these teams before. and. Um, there were games that we should not have tied and we should have won and uh, I think he got us into the right mentality Knowing that these games are for us to win and not to tie right. again um, So I think we were all on the same page knowing that we were going to go in there and really prove um, who we really were and uh, Rights and wrongs now an hour-long game isn't much right? I mean it sometimes if somebody makes a mistake or slips or whatever and the ball goes in it's kind of tough to get back right so there's it would seem to me there's as much pressure in an hour-long game or more than there even would be in a in a regular playoff game. Um, what did you say to your to the guys at halftime of the the championship game? You won three zip, yeah. right? Now what was the score at halftime? Zero. It was zero zero. So what what was that like in the locker room at halftime? Somebody who hasn't, uh, yeah. Uh, Jay Crays, I'm a center attacking mid, and I think at halftime we all realized that. It was there for the taking. We managed to withstand a good first half from John Jay. Right. And we all were hungry because we kind of caught our second win after playing a game right before. And we just went out and did everything we've spoken about at halftime. And we managed to beat them. So. Now, yes? Uh, Arda Arslan. I'm a center mid. I also play in wing backs and center back. Uh, one main topic we stand on during the summer league game was urgency, because um, we the first half we were always like sloppy or we would, we didn't give our everything onto the field, mm-hmm. but uh, in the half times um, before the before the games we right. always talked about urgency and just uh, playing uh, the best we can and give everything out of the field. Right. Now a year ago. Um, you were spending a lot of time with Coach Small and uh, Coach Tuttle on defensive positioning, not just a r- alignment on the field, but physical body 
positioning on defense, and we talked about that some. Does, did all of that come as sort of second nature this year? Were you in your training? I know you've been doing lifting. Has that been has that been helpful? Any? Are you? Do you have muscles? <laughs> I, it's not that obvious right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? No. Yes. Um, so I think uh, defense-wise, I think Kai, I mean, Kai, goalkeeper. Um, we've definitely. It's, I think it has become to a degree second nature. I mean. Some of the principle we've been working on, we drop off whenever uh, they try to play a long ball. Um, we right. try to force negative, and then as soon as they turn back towards their goal, we start to dig in. Um, and I think these things have really become second nature thanks to Coach hammering it into us. Um, and I think the uh, the weight sessions have done a lot. Other than making us in shape, I think it gives us the mentality to push one more set, one more rep, and then to push the last 10 seconds of the game. Right. I think that's where we got the mentality from. So is the coach, uh, Coach Small, big on hammering things into you guys? Is that uh, is that his technique? No, I, he does a really good job of um, really constructive, constructively helping you and um, pointing out areas where you can improve, um, which I think everyone has. And right. um, I think you need the right, right coach and the right person to really help you point those uh, areas of improvement out and then make you want to work on them, which I think he does a great job of. Anybody else have a thought that uh, we didn't cover yet? Um, you know, your last year when the season started, Rye lost a couple of close games early, and then you pretty much came on with a rush near the end of the year, and you finally got to that Pearl River semifinal. So, uh, what, yes? Uh, Ata Arslan, striker. Yes. So last year we had a whole new team with a whole new coach with a whole new formation, which was like the why that was the reason why we were like a bit sloppy in the start. But then as the season went on with the new like formation, as we adjusted, we like showed our performance nice and easy against other teams, and then we came to the semifinals. Now the one last thing, which I think maybe our listeners would be interested in knowing, is that even though Rye can at times be a very homogenous place. The team is very heterogeneous. There, there are players from how many countries? Seems to me there's eight, eight, nine. eight or nine countries are playing. What does beyond soccer? Does that have, does, what do you think about playing with people that you didn't grow up with, whose first language maybe isn't yours? What What do you make of that? Yes. Um, Michael Desmond, center mid. And, uh, you know, Arda and Ada are both Turkish, and it's kind of hard to understand them on the field, but coming together on the field, we move the ball well, we speak, Arda's loud, Ada's loud, they help us out. So they're both great teammates, and I right. feel like even the language barrier, it's fine. Well, listen, congratulations, guys. I'm going to let you go to your training. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us. Have a good day.